Welcome to Moonlight Musings. I'm your host, Marion Marchetto. Today we have a book review of a fairly recent um, novel. It's a historical fiction and it's entitled The Italian Villa. The author is Daniela Saccardotti. Saccardotti. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I hope I'm not killing it. If I do, I apologize. The synopsis of the story. Callie, a a lonely small town waitress, is still reeling from the discovery that she's adopted when she arrives in Montevino, Italy, in search of answers. The keys to the stunning hillside villa she has just inherited clutched tightly in her hand. Inside the rusted gates and through a large wooden front door dripping with sun-kissed flowers, Callie can't decide if she's more astonished by her new home or her first encounter with the mysterious young groundskeeper, Tommaso. Wandering the villa barefoot at night, <clears throat> excuse me, Callie finds a diary belonging to a woman named Eliza, wrapped in faded blue ribbon and hidden in her birth mother's antique wardrobe. Page by page, Callie is swept away by its story of love, passion, heartbreak, and betrayal. As she reads how Elisa married her childhood sweetheart in secret before fleeing to the woods to join the resistance. The two vowed to find each other again when the war was over, but history had other plans. Callie is certain that her and Elisa's lives are somehow connected and that the truth about her family is hidden somewhere within the diary's crinkled yellow pages. It gives her the courage to start asking questions around the close-knit village until at long last she feels her closed-off heart begin to open, perhaps even enough to let someone in. But when a devastating betrayal in the final pages of the diary unlocks a heartbreaking secret about who Callie's mother really is, the chance for a new life shatters in front of her. Can she persuade the locals to forgive the past and accept the truth about her identity? Okay, here's my review. As all of you know, I'm a big fan of historical fiction set in the World War II era, and I love the Italian countryside. So I figured the Italian villa would be a good fit for my reading taste. We first meet Callie, a waitress in a Texas diner, on her 21st birthday. It's a milestone day for her, even though she's been on her own for the past couple of years. With her parents having died in a fire when she was a young girl, Callie has been shifted between various foster homes. But now she has her own apartment and a job. She's working extra shifts to save money for college although she has no idea yet of what she wants to study. But her whole life is about to change when she learns that she has an inheritance, a villa in Italy left to her by her real mother. Callie reels from the news that not only is she a property owner, but that her parents were really her adoptive parents. She is given a box that contains several items, one of which is the wartime diary of a young woman named Elisa Stella. With trepidation, Callie sets off for the mountainous region of northwestern Italy and the village of Montevino, a picture-perfect village nestled in the foothills of the Alps, 
north of Turin, south of Geneva, has played a large part in Callie's heritage. But the people there aren't quite as open to accepting her as she might have hoped. Nonna Tina, a local innkeeper of a certain age, sees something in Callie and by bits and pieces helps the young woman to piece together her lineage. Meantime, Callie takes up residence in the villa, by, goes by the name of Casa di Luciole, hope I didn't kill that either, which is on the grounds of an actual castle. There she meets the groundskeeper, Tommaso. Their first meeting is the stuff that stories are told about. A violent rainstorm, a treacherous drive up a mountain, getting drenched and taking shelter at his place, and a marvelous dog named Morella. The story of finding who all these people really are, exactly who is Flora, the woman who maintains the villa, is interspersed with entries from the old diary that seem to parallel Callie's adventure. She decides to remain in Montevino for a while longer to discover what happened to her mother and learn who was her father. As another reviewer has said, it's a story of love, loss, and secrets. I thoroughly enjoyed the rich details of the village, the castle, and the villa itself, enough to make me want to live in Montevino. The plot is very emotional. The diary entries of Elisa show the reader how insidiously the villagers, even Elisa's younger brother, were duped into accepting fascism. As historical fiction, it works very well, but the contemporary side of the story left me wanting. The character of Callie seemed disjointed. Sure, she'd been thrown a loop, but she seemed to accept things as they came. I was happy that in the end she found the family she'd been searching for her entire life. As historical, as historical fiction, this is a short book, only 268 pages. There could have been so much more added here about the war years and their long-range impact on the current village and its citizens. Several minor grammatical errors contributed to the lower rating. And sadly for this one, I've given it three stars. It's average. So there you have it, my friends, and I do thank you for joining me on this episode of Moonlight Musings. You're free to find all of these uh, book reviews and more on my blog, uh, www.marianmarchetto.wordpress.com. I thank you for joining me today, and keep reading, and have a sparkling afternoon. <music>